Welcome back to another round of Tea and Me, starring me and L. Hello. Okay, so for today's um, episode, I would like to, I'm going to, we're going to talk a little bit about moons with our Kilo Cloud Killer. Um, we are going to, I have my chakra book here that I just kind of pulled out and that I've been I mean, I need to definitely do some unblocking so we can go on a little journey down that and and uncover um, some methods of unblocking chakras as well as like some symptoms of having a blocked chakra. Uh, and we'll go over just some of the general characteristics of that specific chakra. I'm feeling called towards the solar plexus today or maybe the sacral chakra. So we'll get to that maybe uh, later on in the episode. Oh my God, look at me, I'm a podcaster. Now we go to the other corner with our... Kilo Cloud Killer hailing all the way from Kane Ohe Oahu with a um, master's degree in social work. Um, no like teacher's license, but she is certified to, to substitute teach. <laughs> but she's teaching. Over here we have our Kilo Cloud Killer. Give it up, everybody. What a great introduction. Okay, so you're figuring out the moon. Um... So today we are looking at the cloud, the Kilo Cloud Report. As I'm looking outside, I see it is like, you know, you know gray clouds, kind of rainy clouds, a lot of uh, a lot of cloud coverage. Seems like it's going to be a rainy day. Haven't really been able to see the moons lately, but kind of based on this weather and based on the last time I keloed the moon, I knew we were going um, into cool moons, and so we could be transitioning into ole moons right now based on this weather, because it's all kind of like ole, you know? Um, I like to check uh, my app after I guess, or after I make my educated kilo, and see kind of like what other people see. Same, same, to like validate your, yep, I love it. Whoa, I was like really off. It's okay, it'd be like that. Oh, okay, so we should like, be like Kukonu? on the new moon, like right. Oh, no. And maybe like we could be starting on Kuz. Like now? Okay, like so like Kukahi around it there. It says like yesterday was like the new moon, Muku, so. Wow. Or wait, no, oh, Hilo, yeah, so we're going to be okay. So we're going to be on Hilo tonight? Perhaps. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. It is like a, such a perfect night for us to be starting this new venture of podcastism guest speakers oh my gosh it's gonna happen guys it's gonna happen if you listen to this podcast and you would like to be a guest speaker hit us up at moonkindtings moonkindtings at gmail.com at gmail.com gmail me gmail her girls and guys i'm sure there's mostly some the guys, guys in there mostly the guys mostly the guys we just we talk about such trippy things all the time and we learn such trippy things all the time and our bubble is just us you know like it's just my family and her family and um teaching middle schoolers is not very like honestly guys i'm gonna say it it's not the most satisfying life work like it's awesome to be a teacher and to 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 be that kumu um that source really looking at the word kumu as like a source of something um like a base yard, you know, if you would, if you would. But anyway, uh, so it's like, why wouldn't we all discuss these things? And we want it to be interactive. You know, we want you guys to to listen in and, and answer questions. And I don't know exactly what the format of this is going to look like. But we want to talk about, of course, all the moon kind things, like how the moon affects us and like just different um, 
witchy things, you know, if you know, you know. Um, as well as like what it's like to own a business and be a single mom and be a kumu and you know like go through all of those crazy ups and downs as well as like um, I'm really into oils and um, hmm, like la ao la pa ao but like my own version of la ao la pa ao so we want to I want to you know talk about all of these different kinds of solutions that we have as la hui and as kanaka that are available to us um and in the beginning i wanted to do a vlog but then we got into the accident and i really look like a, a very hot piece of garbage lately so a podcast is a great alternative anyway let's get into today's moon which according to our kilo cloud killer as verified by instagram various posts we have discovered that tonight uh february 13th we are on hilo so the book that I'm currently referring to is called Anolani Anohonua, A Heavenly Nature and Earthly Nature, A Spiritual Guide to the Lunar Hawaiian Lunar Calendar. Um, disclaimer, I take all of these new written books with a grain of salt because especially this one was written by a Kahu, Kahu Wandel, Kalani, Kapuai, Nui, Silva. Um, and no shade, but... Um, when you're a christian kahu that is looking at these kinds of things through those lens it does obviously you know influence and affect uh the way that you interpret and pass on that ike so just saying take it with a grain of salt all right so the spiritual significance for tonight talks about hilo translating into english as a faint streak of light it describes the delicate thread-like glimmer of light that signaled the hanau ia ana o kamahina ho the birth of a new moon the Hilo phase of the moon officially marks the first day of the Hawaiian lunar month. It was traditionally equated with the element of air, air and the Elehonua Western directional. I've never heard Western described in that way. Elehonua, interesting. Known as the celestial Ho'okele navigator. Okay, blah, 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 blah. What he's really trying to say here is that this is really, <laughs> this is too much for me. He's like, just, it's too much. But um, he's talking about how, like, well, for me, Hilo is, like, more of that night where you're going into this new, it's like a transitional night. Like, you're coming from pole into Ao. You're, like, just coming out of your shell, cracking open, looking at everything that's going on. It's a really good day for starting new projects, um, for reaffirming relationships, for Pule, for Ho'omana, for... Um, all of those new kinds of projects and new beginnings and not such a great day for things like ending things or closing things or um you know things that need to be kind of cut off like that since hilo is such a new energy um like think about pele life after destruction um ohia coming through the lava fields vibe so hilo again great night for um New beginnings, a great night to go ahead and start that new spell ritual you've been wanting to to kidnap your next door neighbor who's super hot and make him your husband. But that's another time, another episode. All right, do you have anything you want to share about Hilo Moon? Um, can, let's, can we look up the definition of Hilo on... Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, that's a very good one. Okay, it says Hilo. The city and district, uh, also the name of a famous Polynesian navigator and the first night of the new moon, perhaps mentioned in chant and saying more than any other single place in the Hawaiian islands. Wow. Um, 
Lehua blossoms and chief Hanakahi are also associated with Hilo, exhausted by the many streams of Hilo, many hills, countless descents. He pali no ka Hilo paliku. Ooh, that's a nice one. Hilo also means to twist, braid, spin, twisted, braided, thread-like, faint streak of light. Um, it also means gonorrhea or a variety of sweet potato. So our kupuna, they were just such versatile people. Aakino <clears throat> hilo, femoral vein. So that's cool. I like that, um, looking at it from the twisting and braiding. Mm -hmm. So what are we twisting and braiding with this new moon? Like us specifically or like in general? Like Just us. in general. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's like, like I said, it's like really that, that coming out of your pole, whatever to you your pole is. And pole doesn't have to be like bad or like dark, you know, like, I mean, pole is dark, but it doesn't have to be like, we don't have to associate pole with like bad negative things. I think that's a, I think that's a really good thing. I mean, point, because we have a tendency to always associate things that they, it has to be good or evil, good or bad. There has to be one or the other. It can't be both. Or why, why is it even bad in the first place? Who said that? Christian who? people did, sis. That's literally <laughs> who said it. <laughs> anyway. Um, or, yeah, pole. So again, Hilo is really that transitionary night between pole and Al. And like, for me, honestly, like tmi but i feel like whenever i have new moons in my emotional self and my emotional body um i feel myself like coming out of my depressive funks like i'll you know full moons are like super high energy crazy energy like the end of that month is normally kind of like winding down and sometimes i find myself more like hermity than usual and then the full moon i mean the new moon comes out and Hilo comes out and i'm like okay i feel like a person again you know like we can get things done again um, I pulled out this Ola Lanoel book. I can't remember why, so let's just read one. <laughs> let's see. La lau aku oi ika ulu, ika vekiu, ike alo no ka ulu a hala. Number 1942. You reach for the breadfruit away at the top and miss the one in front of you. Somewhat, sometimes one who teaches, ugh. Sometimes one who reaches afar misses any opportunity that is right before him. Once Kalakawa promised to give a better position to Kamaiopili of Maui, but then forgot his promise. One day while playing billiards with the king, Kamaiopili promised or purposely played very badly and exclaimed, Ikealo no kaulu, ahala, whenever he missed the cue ball, the ulu. This puzzled the king, and when the game was over, he asked the man who knew all the old sayings what Kamaiopili had meant. The king was told that Kamaiopili was reminding him that others had been rewarded with good positions, but that the man right in front of him, Kamaiopili, had been forgotten. Interesting. I love how they have all those like tiny little mo'olalo in our Olalo Oya book. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I feel like when I was reading the Olalo, I knew how it applied, and then I read the English, and I was like, wait, did I understand this wrong? Okay, so lalau aku ikaulu ikavekiu ikialo no kaulu ahala. So basically, when you waste your time, well, girl, you already know. To me, I'm like, when you got a man and you always are looking for somebody else, even though you already got a man, because, you know, just because. <laughs> we won't get into that. But that's what that reminds me of is when you already have a good, nice breadfruit in front of you, why are you wasting your time trying to climb the tree and go get the other one over there? 
when you have one easy to pick right in front of you. <laughs> what about you? What do you think of when you hear that one? No, oh, yep, same. I'm just trying really? to think about what is my what's my breadfruit. Yeah, right. What am I not? What am I grasping too far right now? You know, like when we first started moon kinds and we're like, this is a joke. It's not gonna really. <laughs> take off mm -hmm. and then like here we are like two three years later or two years later because ovena was already born when i started so here we are two years later um and i mean we've gotten notice quite a well, few you, people no we don't oh my even gosh. please don't do there that there is this awesome this. girl when we went hiking or not hiking but like i like still wish she replied to that story girl at waimea falls that saw us and told us hello Missed out on some free stickers, sis. But hit us up if you're here listening to if us. If you are still hanging in there, LMK, if you saw me at Waimea, if you saw us at Waimea Falls at one time and you gave us a shout out, let me know. DM me your address for real. Oh my God. Look at who's calling me, please. Oh my God. We're not doing that. Wow, that's an know. interesting call. Stick to your breadfruit, sir. <laughs> the breadfruit came, guys. Stick to your breadfruit. For real, though. That's weird. I don't want to know about that one. Okay, moving on. Moving on to my chakra book because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> we are going to. I was working on my sacral chakra a lot before the accident. Like, I feel like literally everything just got thrown off, you know? Like, every, every self care, self help. Like, I was working out before. Well, okay. I <laughs> mean sometimes <laughs> i was worrying out before the accident but you know like i was getting there i was getting there and then like it happened and i just got thrown off so i'm i'm mahalo these times and these moments that we are called back to our pico that we tickle our pico mm -hmm. can you talk about that please yeah so i'm a part of halalohia with um kumukia kuhi and okay. tickling your pico to those connections to your past your present your future oh i love how you said that at the end though tickling your different people with your past, present, and your future. Because, like, before college, I don't think I was really aware of, like, the three different people. Like, I knew that they were sacred spaces on our on our kino to Kanaka. So, anyway, back to what we were talking about, which is, I don't remember. But, anyway, chakras. So, um... I'm just going to go back to the sacral chakra because that's what I was working on. And that's what I just flipped open to now that I've reopened the book. Um, and the page that I opened to is a questionnaire kind of like asking about um, like getting you to think about how much do you value and honor your sacral chakra and like how connected are you with your sacral chakra and stuff like that. So just um, as you're listening, reflect on some of these questions and, and just maybe if it reaches out to you um or if you feel called in a certain direction then maybe you might need to or not like need to but maybe you might want to try doing some work on your sacral chakra and like clearing that energy um because chakras when they're blocked they can cause you to be super off balance and be very emotional sometimes like depending on which chakra is blocked um there will be different effects that will show in your life we'll talk about this a little bit so um for the sacral chakra let me go back before we do the questionnaire let me just tell you a little bit about the sacral chakra 
Um, so the sacral chakra and the physical body, the archetypes that are associated with the sacral chakra um, can be both the emperor and the empress. So a person who really enjoys and respects the physical world, emperors and empresses love to have abundance, well-being and a high degree of pleasure. They know they deserve to feel good about life and enjoy some food, good food, comfort and luxury. They are not necessarily spiritual by nature, but they do feel at home on the physical plane and enjoy the good life. So people that are physical and love to indulge in things like good food, sex, drugs, you know, all of those like pleasure seeking um, activities that we do. But the negative archetype that is associated with the sacral chakra is the martyr. So martyrs deprive themselves of the simple physical pleasures of life. At some basic level, they feel cheated of the goodness of life and punish themselves by forbidding themselves the warmth and comfort they long for. They are full of guilt and project this onto others, making them suffer too. So the sacral chakra um, really kind of has to do with like that that pain and pleasure center. And it's like our, uh, when you overdo it, you're taking... Um, you're like overindulging in pleasures, right? Addiction. Um, that's where like, uh, just like greedy behaviors also come in. And then when you're going to the other end, the pain end, and you're becoming a martyr and like playing, oh, woe is me. Like, I'm not going to give yourself any kinds of um, pleasure and just really put yourself through some BS because you feel like, oh, life, you know, life sucks. Life is just always dealing me the worst cards and definitely have been guilty myself of feeling you know pisces life just like oh what was me dramas and traumas what do i do so this is somewhere where you can kind of start is maybe clearing your sacral chakra and making sure that that's aligned aligned with um with your intentions and with your other chakras can can really go a long way if that's something that you align with and that you resonate with um my sister actually gifted me this book maybe like 10 years ago when I was in high school and I was going through like a really hard time with depression and anxiety and she was actually my sister I, I laugh now because when I was in high school well, first of all my sister and I haven't always had like we don't really get along that well we do now but it was way worse before um and in high school I used to always like kind of make fun of her because she would use like crystals and oils and um, and she would always talk about chakras and like, you know, like Reiki massage. And I just was like, yeah, okay, let me just pop a bar and go smoke and I'll be fine. Like, I don't need any of that stuff. But obviously that led to some really intense issues. So when I finally woke up and decided to really malama myself and malama the people around me, um, I actually found myself turning to a lot of these solutions that she had, that she had presented to me years before that I'd kind of laughed at. So if you're listening sorry and thank you <laughs> um some some of the associated body parts with the sacral chakra are your sex organs your mutty your bladder your uterus in women and your prostate in men mutty is a really good one for us to talk about mutty meaning vaimakalehua not mutty meaning genitals because actually mutty also like really really mutty means sick so we don't want to be talking about things being sick when we're talking about like procreation right so that should definitely be, let me write that down, a future episode. Um, makana! Kuahivinui. Kane. Makalehua. She wrote like a really amazing um, master's. She did her master's uh, dissertation on Vaimakalehua, and um, it's really important prominence in our culture and like how it's kind of been twisted by Western ideology and um, Christian influence and all of that kind of good stuff. So.
this is actually really kind of long and I I mean I guess I have all the time in the world to edit now but um maybe we'll just visit different parts of the chakras in our episodes because like this book is pretty extensive you know and it's a lot so um if you connect to the archetypes and the associated body parts and some physical problems that you experience as a result of having a blocked sacral chakra could be dysfunction um, endometriosis sterility chronic menstrual cramping fibroids problems with ovaries and cervix in men it can create prostate problems infertility sexual dysfunction and sciatica so if you resonate with any of these things then totally tune in next time to listen to what we're going to talk stories about um and i will go through more about like accessing and unblocking your sacral chakra um as well as like um just some good mantras and activities and colors that you can use and crystals Ooh, yes we will definitely talk about crystals on this too i've been into crystals for a while and i've been wanting to like share that but not really knowing the right platform whatever whatever you come to the table with it's all about healing here and we're all about processing and breaking cycles and all that loveliness so mahalo for being here mahalo for being you and until next time our friends